Hello, welcome to another episode. Today we're going to go over Friday and Saturday, the 18th and 19th of March. I hope you had a good full moon and were able to absorb and reflect on some of that energy that came at us. We're picking up late uh, Thursday night and early Friday morning around 1 a.m. The moon is going to go void and around 4 a.m., we're going to enter fully into the sign of Libra after coming out of that Virgo constellation. So, so everything that I went over in the last episode for the full moon is still going to be permeating a little bit, especially early in Friday morning as that energy is still dissipating. It's going to start to disintegrate and change form again. Um, but we're going to be fully in Libra by the time most of us are waking up in the morning on Friday. And uh, so Virgo is a more contemplative sign. And I went over that in the last episode. Libra is um, a fluid air sign. Contemplative in some ways still. They're connected in um, ancient astrology. Virgo and Libra were actually the same sign. Libra is the scales and Virgo is a virgin, considered the virgin, a goddess in some areas, and was holding the scales of Libra. And as time went on, they were started to be considered two different signs, and that's what we work with today. So there are some associations with them, but where Virgo is contemplative, going within herself, reflecting and problem solving, maybe more alone. Libra is <clears throat> making some efforts to reintegrate back into the world and emerge from that contemplation. However, there's still one foot in that door, so to speak, of the deep awareness brought on by Virgo. It's trying to balance out that inner world and that outer world. It can be a useful sign for working with our communities home, friends, wherever, whatever communities, um, but especially those relationships where people have different roles, um, but the roles are interdependent on each other. So like in a in an office environment, for example, like you may not do the same exact thing as your coworker, but you're interdependent on each other. Or in a, in a home life, like maybe your significant other or your marriage, like they bring other things to the relationship than you do, but um, it's that it's that relationship working together that really is where the magic happens and what it makes it work. So it can be really useful for honoring and uh, respecting our own particular jobs and what we bring to a partnership of. E of any kind while also deeply appreciating what others bring to it. And that once again, that requires balance. So it's the scales for a reason. It's all about balance. <laughs> this can be hard to accomplish. Of course, it's easier just said than done. And for some people with a detrimental Libra sign or issues with anything that Libra can represent in a chart, 
um, it can represent a crippled self-esteem. So where someone can't really appreciate themselves or others without having to kind of make themselves better than other people. Like there's there's not really an inequality. It's like a win or lose situation can manifest in a chart as a detrimented Libra sign. But in its best form, when it's healthy, um, it can help us appreciate what everything and people in our lives contribute to the world at large and um, and ourselves and what we bring and and without trying to make hierarchies about it. It's also the sign of justice. So the, the scales of justice are a common thing that uh, imagery that people associate with it. And um, justice is all about restoring harmony, fair play, and sometimes loyalty. So it's also said sometimes in modern astrology to be ruled by the asteroid Vesta. And in a chart, Vesta is usually... Um, thought to represent the path of restoring harmony and this is why because of the associations in libra with that as well so in libra there is a deep and constant need for understanding and trust in order to achieve this harmony um and that once again brings us back to it being a social sign because one of the easiest ways to establish understanding and trust um, is just talking to people and listening to people and hanging out. And it's it's very casually, casual, actually, and lighthearted. So like when we're talking about justice and these big lofty ideas, sometimes it's, it's easy to make them over serious. But Libra is actually very lighthearted and easygoing. Um, like after coming out of that virgo like contemplation and like you know virgo is the virgin so there's like a chastity and a and a strictness involved and and libra does have some of that as well with the administration of justice right sometimes that can be like pretty harsh and the scales of justice especially you know in our world today so it's not to say that it can't ever be serious so a little bit more on Vesta, since Vesta is said to rule Libra. Um, Vesta is a hearth goddess, and so she can, of course, represent the home. You know, the home and the hearth is a traditional way. Um, but she comes from the ancient world so the home in the ancient world was a little different and also the ancient empire of rome uh the vestal virgin priestesses would guard the sacred fi fire of the roman empire which in a lot of ways like kind of represented the soul of rome if this fire went out it would mean disaster for the empire it was part of their religion and Roman nobility would keep and tend a Vesta hearth in their own households. Um, so there's more associations with the home, um, but also the soul and central hearth. And uh, it's larger communities, however. So there's other planets that also talk about home and the home life. You know, it's a very important aspect of everyone's lives. But in the ancient world, 
a house, a household wasn't like a nuclear family that we think of today. It was more of a tribal situation. Um, like the Roman nobility, you know, they had huge houses and they had servants and grandmas and grandpas and, and cousins and those people's guests and people that they were related to in really distantly and adopted sons. Like the families were a lot bigger and under one household and again, just just huge. So it was more of like a, a tribe than it was just like a house of what we think of today where it's just like a few people kind of living together or an apartment. I mean, the um, the parallels still stand when we read astrology today. You know, it's still, it still means the earth, but it also means the larger community. Like think of a flame and that light permeates. It spreads out far, you know. It's not, it's not, you can't contain light very easily once you once you have it lighting up a space it's it goes everywhere so it's also going to represent our relationships on a wider scale than just the people that we live with for example in indigenous communities which we all grew from and the ancient roman religion also grew from the fire pit or central hearth also serve the similar functions as uh, symbolizing safety and integration in the community. Um, the classic image of the winter nights, everyone comes together around the fire. If people had issues, you know, this is where they'd have to reconcile and learn to live to live together. So that way they can all be around the fire together. And of course, you know, telling stories and playing games is also a really big part of that. Like people don't usually want to be serious all the time. Um, and so even though like telling stories and playing games, it feels very lighthearted and like socialization and like people down play small talk all the time. You know, they're like, oh, I don't like small talk. It's like even the description of it itself, like small talk, it kind of belittles it. But there's a reason that it exists. You know, you, like it makes people feel comfortable. It helps you get to know people. It helps people relax. Like you don't have to be serious all the time. But the products of those activities of feeling comfortable, that creates community. And that is really powerful. So it seems like you know, air signs are kind of like that. Like, they they seem airy, <laughs> like, for lack of a better word. But, uh, like, you can't see them. Like, you can't really see the air. They're very subtle. Um, and, and yet they're a huge part of our life. Like, we wouldn't be able to exist without air. Um, that's just one example. But, like, they, they, like, our space affects us in ways that we don't even realize. So, even though it is lighthearted and casual, doesn't mean it's any less important and has any less of an impact than any other aspect of our lives. So, it's always really important to remember that. And Libra reminds us how important it is to simply have fun together and cultivate a community, a healthy community in that kind of way. Capitalism in our modern culture kind of emphasizes community and even work community. So Libra can also represent, you know, your work community as well. Um, often, you know, in ancient Rome, 
the women had to stay home and they did women's work together. So like making the clothes and weaving the baskets or whatever it is they did, right? <laughs> and uh, so that was work. And so a work community can also be representative of, you know, being encapsulated in this hearth of Vesta. But um, I was going to say capitalism in our modern culture, it emphasizes community and especially work as having to be laborious and not fun in order to be like real work. Like it's not real work if it's not fun. You know, if you if you if you hate it, that's the only way it's actually real work. But that's just simply not true. So after coming out of the contemplation, maybe even a strictness of Virgo, there is a need to reconnect with others and relax. So that's also symbolic of the scales and having balance and harmony, which Vesta calls to us. During the full moon in Virgo, who was opposing Pisces, I brought up trying to surround yourself with people who bring you joy because Pisces makes the emotions of others and our own emotions really affect each other more than usual, um, which is a practical reason that uh, appeals to Virgo energy. But now the same applies from a different perspective. So if you did manage to do that, surround yourself with people that you like, then the Libra, the Libra energy transit is going to be pretty easy and natural for you, since these are also the same kind of people who it's probably easier to have fun with and be around than maybe people who don't bring you as much joy um, as, as you would like or people who you struggle significantly with. That isn't to say like you're going to get along with everyone in your community all the time. It's not like that. Um, but these, these energies do go together and then there's better and worse ways to make them go together. Like now is probably not going to be the best time to, you know, have to deal with a lot of people that you don't get along with, you know, like maybe one or two or something in a community is normal. But if you're struggling with everyone in your community, then maybe you should reevaluate that. Vesta right now um, is riding in Aquarius along with several other planets, including Venus and Mars, who have been conjunct for the last few weeks and have been a major theme in the chart. So Vesta is also then combined with those readings as well as Saturn and Juno. And Aquarius in general represents, you know, friendships. So with the formations here and the formations that were happening in Virgo, even Leo and, and Cancer over the past week, um, there, there showed a lot of maybe communication issues. And so right now in Libra, we might f see and feel uh, more of a reconciliation with those loved ones, maybe people that we were struggling with or maybe just didn't hear from. Um, there was some sort of blockage that's going to be resolving itself and it's going to be feeling a lot better, a lot easier, and that's all good signs and take advantage of it if at all possible. So by sunrise on Friday, the moon will have arrived fully in Libra 
as I went over, but it's still going to be experiencing an emphasis from the full moon with the opposition of the sun through the morning with the addition of an opposition now with Chiron and Pallas and Aries, which will kind of start that healing process as Chiron um, and Pallas together are representing like the path to healing. So Chiron represents our ability to heal. Pallas is our vision of healing and also how we defend ourselves in boundaries. But together, uh, conjunct with Chiron so closely, more associated with the reconciliation aspect. So maybe connecting with people will be a little bit of a challenge, right? It's not going to be 100% easy because in opposition, it doesn't mean stuck energy, but it can mean maybe um, confrontational in some ways. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean like fighting, not that kind of confrontational, but just like, you know, at the forefront of your emotional reality, really. So connecting with people, maybe a challenge is the wrong word to use, but it will be, it will be at the forefront of, you know, reconciliation will be at the forefront in the morning on Friday, there's also going to be some stuck energy between the moon and Lilith. So this can further bring uncertainty to a situation. She represents what we don't know, what we don't want to know. Um, and she is, in addition, stuck in some more conflicting energy with Neptune, who affects our imaginations, our faith, and spirituality. Um, she can also represent conflict resolution. Uh, and the majorities of situations between people, uh, tense or situations between people arise because of those two people not knowing or understanding one another um, or where that person is coming from. So if you're having issues with someone, this is a good thing to keep in mind. And maybe Friday morning or in the first half of Friday, uh, is not the time to try to problem solve with these kind of issues directly. And Lilith will be coming into a more beneficial formation on Saturday night. So it's worth it to have a little patience um, for dealing with things. And even that stuck energy connection is going to break earlier in the day. Um, so even if it can't wait until Saturday night with the good formation, um, at least it could be worth it to wait until that tense formation is passed. The connection to the full moon in Virgo will be fully disintegrated by Friday night. And then also all of those op oppositions that we were dealing with as well with Neptune, Mercury, Jupiter, and the sun all riding in Pisces together. So the pressure is going to come off, which is really good, and it should make for a pleasant weekend. Um, Saturday, you're going to see a lot of the same things as Friday as the moon continues transiting through Libra, coming into some beneficial aspects also with Juno, who controls our boundaries with others in social relationships. So that's further pointing to a more relaxing time than we've seen in a while. <laughs> Um, and Venus and Mars are in Aquarius with Juno and approaching her in Aquarius as well. So a good time to appreciate this feeling because Juno, Venus, and Mars in mythology and seen by other astrologers as well, they don't always get along with each other well. 
And with the opposition to Chironon Palace holding strong, there can be some uh, more maybe uh, confrontational, but again, doesn't have to be extremely intense confrontation, but can be some things coming to the forefront on maintaining the changes that we made with the moon being full or uh, maybe watching our communication a little bit. um, uh, There can be some maybe challenges or things coming up that, you know, may bring that to mind in order to heal. But there also seems that there's enough like positive associations and enough support in the chart that it's not going to be very difficult assuming you're not in a very vulnerable position maybe related to Libra in your chart um you can you'd probably easily be able to follow your own intuition about this you know like a lot of times our intuitions can reflect astrology and our chart even if we don't know exactly what's going on in them you can you can feel it if you're in touch with yourself. So, yeah, pay attention to that. So as Saturday progresses, we'll also come into a beneficial aspect with Saturn, also riding in Aquarius with the other planets that I've been talking about. Um, And Saturn is all about slowing things down, so maybe the excitement of Friday night will naturally start to wane as we arrive in a more grounded and centered place of calm, maybe even routines, um, but not in a boring way, right, Uh, in an enjoyable way. And we'll also form that beneficial aspect with Lilith on Saturday later in the day around 4 p.m. that I mentioned before. So any, um, this is a good time to resolve any, any conflicts that have, have been coming up. And, um, during this entire time, all Friday and Saturday, the opposition to Chiron and Palace is still going to be held strong, which, which points to healing and reconciliation as well. So there could be some difficulty understanding another person or situation that you're struggling with but again the formations here and some conscious awareness on our part it should be pretty easy to overcome assuming our chart doesn't have anything like extremely detrimental in it um this is going to start so the the uh beneficial aspect with lilith is going to start around 4 p.m and the connection with chiron and palace will break around 8 p.m., however, um, just because the connection breaks doesn't necessarily mean that energy is not going to permeate for a while, but it's just not going to um, be, it'll begin breaking up. So at the same time, we're going to become with a slightly conflicting conflict with Pluto and Capricorn, and Pluto and Capricorn represents hard work and new growth. So this could also just represent a general fatigue, like there's been a lot of fun and like lightheartedness and reconciliation and relief, but even that after a while can get tiring. So maybe after all the ups and downs and, you know, healing in Libra, we're all just about ready to check out. Uh, It doesn't look like a serious problem, but sort of a natural unfolding, you know, I feel tired just talking about it right now. So, um, 
by the end of Saturday night, your energy could be understandably depleted. In summary, the transit through Libra brings some thankfully lighthearted healing energy to our relationships and communications within our communities. These can be any communities that you are connecting with on a regular basis, um, but often ones that we are emotionally vested, invested in in some way. Um, the opposition to Chiron and Pallas and Aries is going to be a very big focus of it, which represents that healing. Um, it doesn't have to manifest in a way where you're coming at people like, we're going to solve this issue, although there is some opportunity for that if that is the way you need to handle it. Um, it can also be just a coming together casually and hanging out and having fun, and these things will naturally kind of resolve themselves. So if there is any direct um, conflict resolution that's needed, Saturday after 4 p.m. could be a good time for that because of that favorable alignment with Lilith. And the worst time for that would be Friday morning. Um, however, the whole transit, you know, is going to be better than other transits as well. So if those times are not specific, it's, it's probably not going to be a disaster. Um, our energy could be waning a little bit by Saturday night, um, calling us to kind of slow down. But mostly the entire transit through Friday and Saturday looks really good and uh, is mostly looking like a time to have fun and try to connect with people closest to you. Libra seeks to restore harmony and joy in our communities and lives. And so spend time with the people that you care about and appreciate. Um, appreciate everything about your loved ones and what they bring into your life. So after Saturday, the moon is going to enter another void early on Sunday morning from about 5.40 a.m. to 8.43 a.m. So uh, most of us are probably going to be sleeping around that time, maybe awake like more towards the end of it, um, but maybe it won't be a huge emphasis of the day. And the moon will change signs after that into Scorpio. So Scorpio, I will go over in the next episode. And thank you for listening and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you.